and thank you for joining me on Heron's Home Podcast. This is your host, Cree Robertson, alongside my sound man extraordinaire, Rico G. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? What's going on? Yeah. So, yeah, let's go ahead and jump into it. Uh, it was actually, it, it was an interesting week of news. There wasn't a whole lot of, of uh, entertainment news, but there was tons of stuff in the social sphere and politics. So we'll try to get through some of the lighthearted stuff and then move on to the heavier stuff later. <laughs> but uh, as we do, let's start out with what I've been watching. You know, we did have uh, a little bit of a lack of internet earlier in the week. So uh, I hadn't yeah. been watching too much in terms of the Netflix, but I had been watching some older movies and uh, I took some time out to watch uh uh, Advent Children mm-hmm. and Kingsglaive again, which are two of the most amazing animated features that you'll ever catch. It, yeah, just visually stunning, gr- amazing storylines. I mean, I mean, Advent Children, the storyline's a bit esoteric if you're not familiar with the Final Fantasy VII um, mythos. But yeah. in terms of just really uh, well directed, well depicted. Um, kind of like uh action and, yeah, and yeah. what little plot was there uh, advent children is amazing it's one of those movies and then if you do have the background with it gosh it's just emotionally evoking and then Kingsglaive, man Kingsglaive, i'm always impressed one of my favorite moments in that movie not to just a little spoiler alert i won't go too deep into it because those are both worth worth your time in in catching if you can uh find a digital copy of it or I don't even know if they produce physicals, but um, <laughs> in, in at the end of Kingsglaive, when uh, Nyx is fighting and they show the kings of uh, the kings of Lucii, they come to life the huge statues oh, and they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. warp striking the airships. That shit is ah, it was it's just a really awesome and 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 the, I don't mind saying that because it probably has if you haven't watched it or aren't familiar with Final Fantasy 15 all of that is gibberish to you so it shouldn't ruin anything but um yeah definitely um those were fun watches rewatches for me and I'd highly recommend checking those out um but we did end up getting internet uh a little bit later and I caught the Pete Davidson stand up nice. which I actually was personally opposed to watching it. I'm not a huge fan of Pete Davidson. I mean, I like his stuff on SNL, but I saw... I like his his stuff on SNL. That's the thing. (laughs) They're they're hit or miss for me. Every once once in a while. Like the the Chad ones, every couple of the Chad (laughs) ones are kind of funny to me. But um, yeah, kind of same. I saw saw it on Netflix and I was just like, huh. And I kept going. I've actually just been watching um, Star Trek Voyager. That's really the only thing. I'm but as watching. with many of the topics in this podcast, Carolina convinced me to actually take some time out and watch it. And not for nothing, it was actually kind of funny. Nice. Yeah. No, it, it definitely had its moments. He definitely crossed the line at least twice. As one does. You know, uh, definitely. I had to stop and say, yeah, nah, bro. Get, <laughs> get your mans. Get your mans. You've gone too far. But he's making jokes. And so I give him a pass. And so, uh, but for the most part, I found it very entertaining. So I definitely say take a take a watch with that. Yeah, it's uh, an accomplice I, for him. I don't know if the whole like crackly insecure voice thing is part of his bit or just part of who he is. But I don't generally I don't like it too much. But he told the jokes through them, and most of them <laughs> still landed. So uh, for that part, I'll I'll give him I'll give him a bit of credit. But um, yeah, it was it was a very uh, short watching week. Even though 
Altered Carbon season two just dropped. Nice, that's dope. Thursday, that. right? Yeah, that's, yeah. It comes out on uh, Thursday of this week. No, it's already out. Oh, okay. Yeah, it came out on the twentieth. Oh snap! I'm late. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been yeah. I've been in uh, deep in Voyager lands. Yes, so yes, yes. I I, I've seen the preview for it, but I haven't started yet. But I kind of have to catch up on season one, or at least read a synopsis or a recap. Oh well, I watched it recently. Yeah, because, you watched a lot longer than I did. Yeah, I watched ago. it when season one first premiered. I binged it, and I was like, "Yo, that was that was lit." Yeah, if you guys have if you guys caught season one off of my recommendation, I'd highly recommend checking out season two if you haven't uh, caught up on it. But uh, definitely, uh, I'm, I'm excited because I thought that it 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 really explored some interesting vistas, and I'm interested to see where they go with it. I'm not actually a hundred percent. I'm pretty sure there's no uh, source material, from what I understand. It's it's an original rec- uh, creation from this uh, from this um, author. So that's pretty dope. Yeah, you know, uh, Good for it's you, completely open. Author person. Yeah, I I unfortunately didn't do my due diligence. I have no idea what her name is, but <laughs> but um yeah, moving on. Um, it was pretty light in entertainment actually. The only thing that I found that was of particular interest was oh, there's two things. Royce the Five Nines album, the allegory dropped. I've heard. Yes, I rock with him, and I love what it? he's doing with it. Yeah, I heard. I did not hear the whole album, but I definitely heard some tracks that popped up on YouTube. Um. Uh, I would highly recommend checking it out. I'm gonna um, give a better breakdown of that. Um, okay, there was a sure, there sure. was a little bit of controversy because people <laughs> are attacking him at, because of his anti vaccination um, stance. Now, we I'm pretty sure you guys know where I stand on that. In that vaccinations as a practice can be useful, but the American medical system is woefully inadequate in 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 executing a legitimate national vaccination program. And moreover, the, the idea that the, that the medical system that produces so much harm is just going to out of nowhere, start producing vaccines that, that are in your best interest. I don't know. It's just dubious to me, especially when they're asking you to vaccinate against things that, are not like okay measles mumps rubella i get why you vaccinate against that the common flu i do not understand why you vaccinate that (laughs) because guess what the only people who are at risk are the either extremely young and extremely elderly and guess what if they have they don't build up a natural immunity to it they're never going to get. They're never going to to really effectively be able to combat combat that disease. So anyway, <laughs> going back to referencing Royce's track, a lot of people were were attacking him because he took an anti vaccination stance, and unfortunately, the stance that he take is not one that I can also yeah. uh, coincide with. Because I what I cannot say is that I see a valid link between vaccinations and autism. And that's a link that he was trying to create that I don't I I have never seen any valid scientific evidence that shows that vaccinations can lead to autism. I have seen evidence that vaccinations have been improperly administered for decades in American medicine. Sure. You know what I mean? And so yeah, yeah. I will stand on that, but I, I can't stand on the idea that vaccinations cause developmental issues. I'm not too sure about that one. And so I, I kind of I, I just wanted to point that out because a lot of people were getting on him about that. And whether or not 
vaccines cause autism, I still agree that you probably should limit the amount of vaccinations you put into your body and allow your body to build natural resistances wherever possible. So I just wanted to, 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 to shout out Royce, the album, the, what I heard of it was fire. And I hope that all of that extra shit, which I'm sure he knew was coming. Of course. You know what I mean? I'm had like, to. Someone had to prep him. On yeah. That and tell him like that's, you know, it's an unpopular was. stance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, um, that was just the first thing that popped up on my entertainment radar. And then. Um, so, Karee, how does it feel to come out as an anti-vaxxer? Oh, the people have been talking. Well, <laughs> the thing is, is like and, and that's what they'll say, because I remember Bill Maher had a dude on. And I think I probably mentioned it uh, on, a, on a previous episode. And all he was trying to say is, is like, hey, guys, the way we're administering vaccines is incorrect. We if if we don't have a national a nationwide healthcare database, then the ability to actually administer vaccines is probably is, is greatly diminished. Yeah. Because in an actual vaccine program, what you want to do to prevent the creation of 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 vaccine resistant strains of whatever disease you're trying to inoculate against you want to mix in placebos into the resistant population. So like the, 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 or the population of people who is at low risk, not the resistant population, the low risk population should have placebos mixed in because you don't want to add in the extra environmental pressure to, uh, to the disease when these people will naturally fight it off at no risk of creating a superbug. So the, the, you know, that's all he was trying to point out. And boy, did they hit Bill Maher like, Bill Maher, you're an anti-vaxxer. Oh, yeah, He's like, no, bro. I'm actually just trying to have an intelligent conversation about nah, vaccinations. You can't do that. Can't do that. You made a soundbite that we can easily reproduce yeah. now. So Slander you know your what? name with. Feel me? Click. And that's what's probably going to happen to Royce. You know what I mean? Like, And, and that's sad. But I hope that does not. And you know what? I just literally did it. I hope it doesn't overshadow the the conversation about how good the album is. Yeah. I actually just spent more time talking about yeah. that bullshit than how Facts. good the, the, the tracks is, that I were listening to That is were. accurate. And so, <clears throat> yeah, no, listen to the album. It's good. Don't listen to any negative hype around one bar. Um, it's definitely worth your time. But uh, that and the second piece of entertainment news that I had come by was uh, somebody had generated a AI that can create uh, music that is very Travis Scott-esque. So they're pretty crazy. much trying to see if they can automate the creation of Travis Scott-like music. And, and see, that's the danger of lowering the bar of artistry to that. Not that what he's doing isn't creative. It's just that what he's doing is not skilled. You know what I mean? You can be creative and unskilled. And unfortunately, no one's challenging Travis Scott to up his skill level. Now, now, what I will say is that Travis Scott's performance game is top notch. When his stadium performance is amazing, but when it comes to creation of his music, it's very formulaic. And unfortunately, we're getting really close to the place where if you consider Travis Scott artistry, his music, then that ai is is getting <laughs> getting closer now mind you it was it was rudimentary it was very supervised and so it wasn't just like a an independent ai that just went off and dreamed up a, a song and it just happened no no, no. It, it was a supervised ai that that generated a, a very similar travis scott feel to the beat but that's how it starts yeah 
That's the first step. And, and, and they, put they learn way faster than us. It. Yeah, yeah machine, machine learning is learning. way faster. Some than AI assistance to it. And then it's lit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You won't, you won't even be able to tell the difference. Scoo, scoo. Wait, no. That's, so, yeah, that, that's I thought that that was going to be bad. very interesting for the um, entertainment industry, um, which is, once again, why I think that it's, it's funny that when it comes to audio entertainment, it's interesting that podcasts are becoming as prolific as music. And I wouldn't say they're there yet. I mean, it's probably a ways off, but it's getting, it's, it's moving in that direction. It's definitely and, getting bigger when, while you're not looking. Yes. Sure. And, and with music, the skill level for music reducing, I'm wondering if like, that's just going to become the norm is just this AI generated, which, you know, it is funny. Um, in, what was that? In the expanse, mm-hmm. that series the the it's an AI DJ that's just that's just <laughs> randomly spewing out tones that it's creating based off of the people what the people like. And so it's creating like a continuous mix of music that's original, but it's based off an algorithm and the input from the, the audience. And so like I'm like, I know I don't like it at all, but it's like we're not far from that. That's a yeah, really that's like that that's a few steps away from Pandora at the moment. I mean, I haven't used Pandora I mean, in a while, but that's kind of what that reminded me of when you were describing it. Yeah, if Pandora was to use just like sounds that are generated from an algorithm to be, right. you know, appealing to people. Yeah, that's that's what it would be. But yeah, and I'm interested to see where the music industry goes and and where podcasting goes in relation to that because if you know, you just have AI generating music. That industry is probably, it, it's the same way. It's the same thing that happens when you mechanize anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you mechanize like factories, all the factory for workers eventually get, get laid off in the 1600s. It was the auto loom. It, it, I, I can, I can weave faster than you because I have this machine that's aiding me. And so that puts hundreds of other loomers who are using a hand loom out of business. It's just how technology works. And, Absolutely. and it's really interesting how it's destroying the idea of what's creative. You know what I mean? Cause like mm-hmm. we're talking about music, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And music made by somebody who's, who's technically doing it at a very high level. Travis Scott I mean, would be considered decently high level. No. They already have websites out there where you could like type in what you want and it'll make a beat for you in like a minute. It'll make you like with all the parameters that you choose, you're like, all right, I want the first. I've never even seen that here. I want um, uh, uh, I want it to end on a hook. I want it to have two hooks. And you can and I want it to be in this key and you can like type in and then the algorithm. Yep. Wow. Algorithm will make you a beat with everything that you specified in it who needs humans anymore man <laughs> but that's always the um well that's always the the thing about humans though the the more creative you are the more your chances are of piercing through the automation feel me because there are artisans that survive look at all the handful well, for sure. of youtubers for that sure for sure do crazy things like crafts like swords and stuff well, like that, that and i think that that's that's what ends up happening is is that a lot of it 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 creates a um a market where only a few people will survive and it's the mm-hmm. ones who utilize the te- technology to to broadcast their craft in some way absolutely that's what i've been noticing as well yeah yeah because and 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 not for nothing i i 
I kind of, it, it's an interesting way of keeping kind of culture alive a little bit because mm-hmm. yeah, it, in, in ways where right. it would fall away because there's no way to, to connect the people who practice it. Yeah. You know, these platforms, you know, whether it's podcasts who, where people talk about, you know, these cultures or YouTubes where people show you how to practice, you know, different cultural uh, norms and things like that. It's really interesting. Yeah. A good example is that uh, I was telling you earlier that I wanted to practice making drops. I got that idea because on YouTube, somebody was recording Arresta making drops. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I could do that. I I could gather all those ingredients and do that and make that, you know what I mean? Make a little taste of home type thing. So yeah, that's I never even thought about that. It's like our that's another way that we should be using it is to pass on those traditions from And so and that's what I want to do, you know what I mean? I want to bring a because I I find that I live myself my my ideology is a very old way of thinking, you know yeah. what I mean? And so I, I I feel like it's still valuable because the the things that have changed in our society don't precipitate that the things that we came from are wrong. It, it's just new ways of thinking. And so it's additive. Yes. You know what I mean? It's yep, not, it, it's yes. not like, you know, when we learned like how bad misogyny is, you got to get away from that. That's one where you got to kind of cut it off and kind of move away from it. But Throw there's other cultural values like pride and self-determination that should, we should carry on with us. And I try to bring those with me. You know what I mean? In the same way, in in the way that I represent my my views on on topics, more modern topics. But anyway, yeah, we're getting off on a tangent there. Um, (laughs) Moving on to uh, some quick gaming news. There was uh, some topics here that I want to touch on real quick. Um, Just in terms of business models, Cyberpunk uh, or CD Projekt Red, the producers of Cyberpunk 2077, one of the hottest new games to be coming out in in uh, the end hottest. of the year. It's going to be amazing. I'm definitely looking forward to playing that. I'll be giving in depth uh, talks about just some of the the, uh, the the ideas presented in that game because it's hugely um, it's it's a really well written game. It's huge in scope, and uh, I, yeah, as I said, I, I look forward to when that drops. But they are going to be offering free upgrades to the to the platform uh, to the game uh if you upgrade to a new platform so nice. if you have an old xbox one and you purchase the game and then you purchase an, an xbox scarlet they will allow you to upgrade to the xbox scarlet version of the game for free Lit. which is amazing that's just a yeah. great business model to have to be able to offer your game in its entirety you pay one time and you will have not only that game but if you choose to get a better system you'll have the upgrade you'll have you know a full quality experience for one price yeah they're like you already paid for the new system and the game so there you go my t it's all software it's all software yeah you know what i mean so yeah that was a that was a a huge and as i said i keep pointing out these things just to harken back to something that you said is that we need to see a trend of the gaming community moving towards more positive um more positive gamer oriented policies um or else it's just this is it's something that i'm going just like you know trading card games i had to walk away from those you know just like a lot of old hobbies that i've had i've had to walk away from i will walk away from video games that would be the hardest one nestle had to walk away from nestle had to walk walk away from blizzard 
Oh, just in terms of filming. Yeah, in terms of corporations, that's another thing. Well, you know, I was just talking about in terms of just hobbies. Like, oh, I will walk away from oh, gaming. Okay, I'm not just talking okay, about walking okay. away from gaming hobbies, companies. Hobbies. I will walk away from gaming as a as a hobby. If yeah. because the thing is, is that there's too much hegemony. There's too much hegemony in the gaming market. Once one company does it's it and they the make same. money off of it, yep. all the other companies are going to the industry and are nobody's gonna follow strong suit. enough to to do something. Well, mm-hmm. and then there's only like three companies strong enough to do something different. Yeah, and I'm not interested. And and I'm not the kind of person who's willing to just like, well, you know, fuck it, I don't got any better choice. Nah, yeah, no, that's not with that either. I I will never be swayed to choose something because I have no I better choice. I will that. choose nothing, sir. Like it's funny, and you know, when I when I used to drive more frequently, if I didn't have something that I wanted to listen to, I will drive in silence. Same. I will rather listen to nothing at yep. all than listen to something stupid. If my phone was dead, if I didn't have the aux cord, if I can't get no service, I will ride in silence before I turn on the radio. Not happening. I will not listen to those radio commercials. Ironic. Do listen to my radio commercials when um, I start doing the dumb. <laughs> Irony. Yeah. Um, so that was that was some positive news. And now the next piece of news is one that I found extremely exciting for myself because hopefully it is uh the precursor to some all um to some future legislation to come to the states. What's happening? But, What's um, going down? The French lawyers who are suing EA in their loot box scandal have uh, detailed the arguments that they're bringing to the court. And they feel like very strong arguments, and most of which have analogs in the U.S. court. So I feel like there's a ton of positive precedents that can be set in this case. And then hopefully, hopefully, America will take, you know, a bit of a... Uh, because the thing is, is like the gaming market is globalized. And yeah. so if EA has to uh, abide by a law in the EU, it kind of is just cheaper for them to uniformly apply it across the board rather than have two different, you know what I mean? Uh, standards of standards of operation. Exactly. Yeah. And so um, yeah, I bet the lawyers walked into the court with the rocky music playing. Oh, and bro, bro. It's shit. two it, it's two dudes versus the world. And it's so funny because. <laughs> Because I was looking at at some some discussion on it, and th- pretty much everyone's just like, "Good luck. <laughs> this is that's a good case you got there. I'm totally behind you. I love the idea of suing EA. Good luck." Yeah, EA has been like very confidently been a shit bag for like a decade. Yeah. So so real quick, the um pretty much the four main arguments that they lay out, um that they violate against French slash EU law because France is part of the EU and so their law is uniform with the EU law. So it's really important because it, it would probably have knock-on ramifications in larger markets. Yeah. But the um, the first uh, point that they're bringing up in suit is false advertising in that not using the actual precise percentages that uh, loot boxes actually have or the actual chances that a loot box give um, has for you to get a given item yeah, by yeah, not yeah. advertising that that is false advertising it's misleading you mean by I putting can't just give you a vague idea because pretty much what they say is like around 1% yeah but the actual but when you're looking at these these mechanics the algorithms are generating them at probably like 0.0001% 
You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like it's very misleading to say around 1% when you're talking about one millionth of 1%. And so that was uh, the first uh, point that they were bringing up in suit. And so the second point is, is in France, I know for sure, and I think in the greater EU, they have uh, lottery. They have lottery regulations. And a lottery is just anything that you give money for has an element of chance and that gives you something back whatever it is, whether it's money or something else. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. anything that has those three core principles are, are subject to lottery regulations, which uh, EA is not conforming to uh, the EU's lottery regulations when they do that, uh, when, they, uh, when they're putting out these games, mainly in terms of how they're targeting children and how the games are accessible to children. That one seems kind of important. That one is extremely important. That one, I think, is going to be important because we do not have an analog of that in America. And that might be something that you might see senators starting to push for, mm. especially as these games become more uh, popular. Um, and it's also important for the uh, for for something that's personally close to me is that uh, is how this ties into the gotcha mechanics for role playing games yeah. that they've put out, which are just loot boxes, except in a different setting. Okay, so there's the improper improper lottery uh, offenses. Now, the third one they're bringing up is the planned obsolescence, and now this is actually the strongest one that they have. They have to stand a law on. against planned obsolescence. Yes, yes, brought about because of the iPhone. That is because, lit. and this is something that I said. I saw this in 2010. In 2010, because I have owned, I had owned before I decided to no longer purchase Apple products. The first iPhone. I got the iPhone on the launch day. Uh, I think it was like June 9th, 2007. Trendsetter. I had, bruh, I, early adopter. And I had it. And Hipster I and I kept my um, I kept my iPhone in pristine condition. I've always been very good with my electronics. And probably about 18 months after purchasing it, it had started like performing very oddly for no reason. And I mean, just just taking longer. I had yeah. been using it so so frequently that I had become very accustomed to you know the you know how long the actions take, and so so and so it was very obvious when it was starting to to perform slowly. And so right around when the iPhone three came out, um, I had purchased that one. And eighteen months after I purchased that one, again, same it, issue, yeah. And so I was like, okay, clearly something is going on. Clearly they they. Clearly, these software updates are the issue mm -hmm. because it was yep. always right around the software Absolutely. update. Absolutely. I know exactly what you're talking about. So this is something that I've been telling people. And people told me I was fucking nuts all the time. And I was like, yo, you do know that you, that Apple is purposely making your phone not work so that you have to purchase another one. Yeah. And I remember even my mom telling me I'm crazy. And I'm like, I'm telling you, it's what they do. I'm not. I, I have no dog in the fight of making this up. Especially because uh, eventually they stopped letting you be able to use it with the lower... Um, firmware yeah and then they started making it so that all together earlier phones would just stop would have a cap at at, at the uh firm at the software that they'd be able to upgrade to. yep mm -hmm. and so <laughs> um in 2000 i believe it was 2010 i want to say the eu pat passed a planned obsolescence law uh to to deal with apple doing that um in their markets and so uh, there is a planned obsolescence, and I think they had like it was like a ten billion dollar suit. It was a big time suit. Yeah, that's. And that's so there is a there is a um, a precedent 
for planned obsolescence suits being successful. Now, and just go back to the original topic, the loot boxes, they do not advertise to you that intrinsic to the nature of their releases, every year they release a new FIFA. It makes sense. They stopped roster. supporting the prior year's FIFA, which means that anything that you purchased only has a year price tag on it, but they don't advertise it as such. What if you purchased it in like December of the other year for someone's Christmas gift? Does that mean that it expires in seven days? No. Well, it expires whenever they, they stop supporting the game. Oh, okay. But they don't so support them. They that, don't support them for, for very long. Yeah. Like, it's only about two, three years to, to support a, a FIFA before it's, it's not really... Yeah, before they just... The player base falls the off time. and they don't yeah. have servers or whatever for it. <clears throat> and so, yeah, so there's a planned obsolescence issue. They don't advertise it as your, your purchase is eventually going to no longer be useful. But yeah... And so, and the same thing goes for these gotcha games is like, and especially as I, a few of them have closed down, um, I think Final Fantasy uh, Mobius was most recently the one that, that closed down. I remember People spent money on one. that. People spent money on that. And now that those servers are closed, they have no access to that game. Yeah. They didn't advertise to you that that's how this is going to work before you spent money. So they're going to, and I have a feeling that when this, um, when this comes to the States, if they if they end up regulating it, like if Bernie's in, and yo, if we get a, a a Sanders or a Warren administration, boy, video game industry better watch out because when it comes to them, they're probably gonna lobby heavily for it to um um to be uh to either be regulated, they're gonna lobby for it to, to be regulated, or they're going to to apply restrictions to them yeah, that are the currently lockdown, feel me, yeah. And so there's that one. And then the last one, the last point that they brought up is one that doesn't usually hit frequently in America. And that's the self-regulation slash monopoly um, uh, rulings. And so since EA has created and owns the market in which loot boxes are sold, they are they they have a monopoly on the entire marketplace and also are a self-regulating body which is illegal in in eu um, that sounds fair markets yeah if you're, if you're regulating yourself naturally rating yourself good is in your best only interest. in america is that considered yeah, a good man. idea yeah only in america do we trust uh business owners that much that we'd actually let them regulate themselves like they're some kind of good person yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. everything's good everything's good here crazy no worries but yeah so that one was a i i don't know i hope i didn't go on too long about that but i thought that that was i i love all of the legal arguments they're taking i hope they're successful yeah i wish them some luck yeah man i, I really look forward to hearing what the resolution of that is but um feel me wish them all that i have the tiger energy right yeah there, man i know they gotta be hyped before these send cases. them all them positive vibes but um yeah let's go into some uh other social topics before we move on to to wrap it with the politics like we do and uh so yeah you know i i kind of just got the point of the jada pinkett smith red table talks they call it the red <laughs> table because it's for when you've committed a, a foul you, they only invite you on there when you've committed like a social faux pas and you need to answer for it. It's the I red did table. I know that. And, and, and when I thought back on it in that respect, I was like, 
That makes great sense. It's great sense. marketing, yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. no longer interested in it because I don't give a uh, fuck. Like <laughs> now that I realize what you're doing, you're just calling niggas out because you're, oh, you, you know, it's funny. it's pretty much like I'm going to take whatever is controversial right now and just and 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 and, and bring this dig person in. to my table dig in. Yeah. and 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 dig in. And that's my thing is is like, listen, I like commentary and all. And if that person wants to have a conversation, cool. But what I saw, like the most recent one that I saw was the one with Snoop Dogg. Yeah, yeah. What I saw was just a piling on. Yep. And I was just like, you see, this is why niggas don't apologize. <laughs> it's because they apologize and then everybody want to still be like, yeah, but you know what? I felt like you were talking to me when you said Bruh, that. You should apologize to me too. That like, thing come right on, there, right? I was just like. That was hyperbolic of me. But like that's the sentiment I got from it. Like she was like, I, I do believe she said something almost word for word like that. Well, oh yeah, well she the part where she said you should apologize to me. I don't think she said that. Okay, part. okay, but yeah, she definitely said, she oh, I felt yeah, like you were you yeah, said it to me. And I'm like, yeah, come on, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. No, if he was if he said if we turned you right now and said, hey, you're a dog haired bitch, then yeah, that would be him saying it to you right now. But you shouldn't feel like that when he insults someone who clearly said it's not like he came out the wings That's out of nowhere yeah. to insult Gail King. You know what I mean? It's like, no, he was emotional because she insulted his mans who wasn't even in the dirt yet. Like, I understand why he came off. He was wrong and he apologized. And why the fuck are you doubling down? That makes no sense to me Family, as I to why we're going into this now. Up there you missed your opportunity back. because the thing is, is like, nah, chill. The news cycle is way too fast these days. If you're not gonna, if you're not gonna sit down with him the day after, let the shit ride because he done <laughs> apologize now, and she accepted the apology, and everyone done got over it. Now here you come, Jada Pinkett Smith. You hurt me when you said that. Get Bruh. the fuck out of here, G. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Well, maybe you're, I don't know, man. Yeah, it might be, it might be. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what's funny? That's, that's, um, that's, that's exactly, I, I feel you on that as far as the piling on thing, right? Because today when I went to go to the, um, you know, we mentioned that we did a, uh, we in the new stew to the people last week that, w that we switched over. And I went to the post office to get a, um, uh, <laughs> a change of address form right and when i went there the lady was telling me that like oh um when you turn this in you gotta turn it in at the other zip code and i was like i'm sorry what i thought i was supposed to turn it into the post office this is the post office Are you telling me that you have no way of telling the other post office that I've moved, that I gotta do that. Like and somehow then, they're gonna tell you, right? Their branch are gonna tell you, right? Because if I put it in their my mailbox at the post, he's gonna get it at the post office, and he's gonna yeah. take it, and they're gonna tell you somehow. Why doesn't that work it's two like, ways? Bro, I'm sorry, but that's listening exactly to you say this is making me angry. But like <laughs> thinking about Snoop in that red turtleneck at that red table, I was like, yo, yo I he probably shouldn't turn out. up. On this black lady, yeah. first thing in the morning, over some superfluous shit like the instructions of how to change your address, especially when at the bottom is like you can just do that shit online. Yeah. So it was like, I, it's like I, I feel you, man. It's like I wouldn't want to be sitting there with the, the three ladies. Like, so you know you was wrong, right? Yeah, you was wrong about that. And then, the, and then and then and then what really made me upset is that snoop was super like 
He was very mindful and yeah. thoughtful about it. And she asked him a question. He responded. She said, how did you feel in that moment? Which is a dumb fucking question. <laughs> Obviously, he was angry. Like, like, how did he feel? He was angry. Like, what the kind of stupid question is that? Not how did you feel after you realized you fucked up? No, how did you feel? No. Anyway, he then goes into saying, hey, you know what? I felt like I had too much power and I abused that power. And I'm like, see... That's the mindful shit right there. Yeah. Because nobody, you don't pull a mea culpa like that if you're trying to to fake being humble. That's a real humble move. And and then she just keeps going on and I'm just like, yo, <laughs> not even going to acknowledge that my man is trying to make a moment of growth in this? Like, like, did you only come bring him on here so that you can get a chance to berate him? Yo, I felt like you relapsed when I was listening to your last music. Damn. I was like, damn, Snoop, hang in there, bro. You got this. But yeah, you I don't, I don't that know. Storm. Like, do, do do we need that? Like, because Jada Pinkett is a grown woman. The thing I don't like about that does she is, need to be dressing down other grown men like that? I don't get it. I, I, I don't know. Right? Especially when she didn't dress down Jordan Woods for all of that shit that she did. <laughs> nah, man. The thing I don't like about stuff like that is how easily the quote-unquote wounded party gets absolved of everything now like notice how what gail king did is now completely lost and forgotten in the face of what snoop dogg said i That's mean to I regular like niggas i still that. was booing her at the motherfucking debate because <laughs> she was over there talking that bullshit and i remember what she said but yeah, I'm the only person probably who gave a you fuck. You feel me? Like it instantly flipped the narrative, and I, that's the stuff that I don't like, though. But at the end of the, in the end of the day, I felt like she definitely violated. It was really, really inappropriate. You know what I mean? Especially given and the she got away with it because Snoop it. went over the top. And, you feel me? And, it, and and that is what it is. But from the way I see it, is that her and Oprah are habitual line steppers. It's just a matter of time. They're gonna step over the line again, and and get and next time I hope. Who, whichever public figure chooses to, to to comment on it, hopefully a Snoop again does so in a more mindful way. Because while I'm all about like call, I, I mean I'm not above like telling people how I feel about them genuinely. <laughs> if you're gonna do it in public, you also gotta recognize that you are accepting public's opinion of what you just said. Yeah, this whatever is it is, yeah, this you can't control it, but. You're gonna have to deal with it, and so, yeah. No, I just I, if you put it in the air, somebody mm-hmm. might catch it. Wait, that meant that sounded dirtier than I meant it. I'm sure it did. <laughs> but um, did you hear Roots is getting a, a a road a street in Philly named after them? Hey, yeah, shout man. Out to the Roots. Yes, I thought that that was that's some real black excellence because I love those guys, yeah. man. Just talk about people who were really dedicated to music and the entertainment life. You know what I mean? Everything they yeah. do is about bringing bringing their art to people. Like I, I really dig the Roots and and I like I I, I was never a huge fan of the Jimmy Kimmel show. Cause they're his band, right? Uh, Questlove's on there. Right? I don't know if it's Kimmel or uh, uh, the other Jimmy Fallon. I'm not sure if Fallon. it's Kimmel or is it, Fallon. I think it is Fallon. I don't know. It's one of them. I don't watch I'm either. Not sure either. which one. I think it's Fallon. Actually, I thought. Uh, I'm just really happy for Questlove and them. I because I, I consume pretty much everything he does outside of that. I'm yeah. not interested particularly in late night shows. So. 
but I'm really glad that they're getting that that street. That's a real honor. I think that's to me that's bigger than like getting a star on the Walk of Fame. I don't know how <laughs> people who actually get those kind of things rank it. But having a street in in your city, in your city, yeah, what? that is a that man, is a fuck high the wall. Of the the stars, man, yo, a, a street that you didn't have to pay for you because yeah. you could anybody can adopt. Well, not anyway, you can adopt a street. You know what I mean? But to have it oh, gifted to you, it, yeah, that's that that's quite something. Yeah, because in my old, I used to live in Long Island. I grew up in Long Island, and um, a kid grew, uh, well, a young man went to the Olympics from there. And his name was Derek Atkins, and they gave him a street. They gave him like a couple streets, like Derek Atkins Street, Lane nice. Boulevard. I was like, yo, my G, damn, they really, really honoring you. Yeah, but yeah, no, nah, it was. Um, that's a, I think that's a really cool achievement. One that I don't know. <laughs> I'm not even gonna die into a match. That's the kind of that's kind of achievement you can brag on, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh hell yeah! It's like, hey, girl, uh, we're gonna take a ride down here on the Roots Road. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. With the Roots that are part that I'm the one I'm part <laughs> of. It's so not Alex Haley Roots. Get your mind right. Not joking. But yeah, yo, can you imagine? That the FCC is getting a deluge of complaints about the halftime show with Shakira and J-Lo. Nice. I'm not surprised. Bro, people are losing their fucking mind. Moms are upset. Losing. No. 50- no. Really? Who? It's, it's it's men. So Why? This is akin to pornography. Oh, my God. Oh, it made them too Bro, hard in front of yeah. their wives, and now they got to find a way to justify They're attracted that. to Latino women, and yeah. now it's a problem. I didn't know. My fault. Yeah, that's what happens, bro. The cheeks are due to, oh, bro. Oh, man. Those they wasn't stuff. ready. <laughs> they, they, oh, they wasn't ready? Bro, they didn't Shakira know the hips don't lie. Shakira's, Shakira's she hips She told you the no hips lies. don't lie. From Never. way back in the day, bro. You should have been prepared. That's what this happens. This shit blows my mind. It makes me, and it's like, man, it's one of those things like when people say shit that's so stupid, it's like, do you realize how much more that says about you than about right. anything that you're saying? None of the words that are coming out of your mouth speak about anything other than Here's yourself. My question now um, Were there cheerleaders? At this game, I'm sure they're professional. Now, my teams, question guys. is like, yo, my nigga, did you level the same level of complaints against the cheerleaders as you did against the? Uh, nah, but they weren't fiery Latinas, yo. Those are just regular old white. Bro, at least oh, one oh, of those cheerleaders. Hey, I was gonna say are some disrespectful Latinas. shit. Now, <laughs> stop. Um, now, those are just those were just wholesome. Uh, young ladies with pom poms. <laughs> they were not. They were not the sultry oh, see, vixens. That J Lo and Shakira are okay. When they come on, it's just instant. Instant. J Lo is like, oh, I was. Is J Lo like fifty or am I tripping? Yeah, J Lo is like fifty one and Shakira is like forty two. Disrespectful. She looks amazing. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like you know what I mean. Everybody go out there, get your exercise, eat right. But no, I I just can't believe that. Like no, no, they they live well. They received so many complaints that it became an issue. An issue? How? What are they gonna do? They already paid them. They I, already paid Shakira the, and, and J Lo. I guess the only thing the FCC can do is sue the NFL because the NFL is the one who presented the Y'all halftime show. Y'all can't see this right now, but I'm looking around. Listen, with this dumbfounded face. 
I, I I'm just, I just I just read the news. I don't know. <laughs> it's not directed <laughs> that, that towards shit, you. That it's shit just, blew my mind. I'm just it like is yo, blowing my mind too. I'm speechless. People really complained of, about that. Of, uh, I was just I, mean, I was dumbfounded look, when I saw that. They complained when they saw um, Janet Jackson's titty for like half a second. It was so. it was covered. Her nipple right. was covered. My they, when they saw like the jewelry which covered her titty for like half a second, they lost their mind. So, I mean, I just hope this doesn't mean that there will be less Latinas in the show going forward. Well, they can't get black performers anymore. They got they got they got Shakira and J Lo because none of the black performers want to perform at the Super Ooh, Bowl, right? Solidarity. No, I'm 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 not even trying to, to throw mean, that I, in the air. I think that that was the case. So I it does seem like um they've been turned down by a lot of high profile black acts. Mm. And but I, I not that I've been listening for it, but I haven't really heard anything that there's anything specific organized towards that. But it could be just like an it could be like an agreement that they haven't made public. Like just like, yo, if you go out there like towing the line for the Super Bowl, my G, don't come back here. Damn. Don't come back. If you look forward, that check better be fat, cause I mean, like I said, I'm just, I'm just throwing snacks. I mean, I don't know nothing. I thought that that's why I brought Jay Z in. Like, he, like he was supposed to help. Did he actually perform? Did he end up performing? That? No, no, he wasn't supposed to perform. He's supposed to. He's like, like a, a CEO or oh. not a CEO. I'm sorry. He's um, I he's see. upper management. Yeah. From what I understand. Yeah, yeah. They're like, yo, if we get Jay Z to give us some clout, and then maybe, just maybe, we'll have some more black performance next year. Really? Good luck. I mean, is you you really think that that's what the you think that's what they were complaining about? They were mad because there was no black people. Like, nah. we we need our Negroes singing <laughs> nah. and dancing. Why was Hell there none nah. of? Why were there no black people singing and dancing for me? No, nah, I honestly think that just made them too hard, and they weren't expecting it. I mean, they, they didn't know did what look to great do. They didn't know what front. to do in that moment because there was nothing that. Then again, this is coming from someone who has not seen the halftime so show. So I was about to say something ridiculous that they didn't do anything that salacious. For all I really I know, saw was honestly, like, what like the, well, you did you see their outfits? That was yeah, the most I saw their part. outfits. That was and the most I saw salacious like, part. None um, of the dancing was was like over really, the top. Yeah, I saw like none a really of short, it was like, anything GIF. that was like never seen in a halftime show before. Yeah, J Lo yeah, had her daughter yeah. there. What do you think she was doing? Like I mean, she the guys were dressed weirdly. Like <laughs> I mean, is that what they were really upset about? Was that the guys looked like they were dressed in kind of like leather straps or something? I don't know. I wouldn't wear it, but I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> why are people so angry about this? That's what I don't get. Good question. But then again, what I like to say, if you take the time to form formal complaints about stupid shit like this, your life must be pretty good. If good, that is the good, worst good. level. Of Bro, shit that you if gotta I ever felt about. compelled to to, to complain me? about something like that in a in a capacity other than you know the bullshit that I usually complain about, like yeah. if I actually wanted to pick up the phone and tell someone else that wasn't directly next to me, nigga, <laughs> smack the shit out of me because that's some crazy. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? Your life isn't like how tortured is your life if you have to go out of your way. To complain about something that you could have just turned off. Right. That's the thing that blows my mind about people. No one was forced to watch that. You can't change the channel for 30 seconds, my G. Come back at that. Bro, I don't like commercials. And back in the day when I used to watch TV, you know what I did when a commercial came on? I switched the channel. Thank you. 
And then they figured that out and started synchronizing the commercials. So you know what I did? <laughs> Mute the TV. I went and got something from the fridge during the commercials. Pretty much. Like, I refused. I did not want to consume commercials. You know what I mean, like, bro, why is you complaining about things that you can easily fix with minimal effort? No, they, they, they refuse to be inconvenienced in any way. But yeah, <clears throat> fuck that. That just shows the simpletons that watch the fucking and nfl like i'm sorry i shouldn't say the simpletons that watch the nfl but come on like they're pandering like I, i'm sure that the people i'm sure that roger goodell is over there like man why the fuck do i even do anything for these like why do i make something that people enjoy like fuck this dude the people who i'm serving right now are the most petty fucking people ever that they're actually gonna end up getting us fined because Shakira and J-Lo were dancing too provocatively right. for them. Now all the money we made from having them perform, we're going to have to spend it on a goddamn superfluous lawsuit. These but yeah, sons of bitches. Moving on from that into something that's probably equally, if not 10 times more depressing. Mm-hmm. Orlando PD arrests a six-year-old girl. I heard about that. And then that. proceeds to take her to a juvenile detention center. Or I saw that video. I should say, and I said, "Now this, this is this is even like they baker act the one girl, which causes her to have to stay forty eight hours in a mental institution. They put this girl, in, and then and I and I'm gonna keep on pointing these out every fucking episode, so that I can have a running record. So so when people talk shit to me and they're like, "What do you mean the police are racist?" I'm like just just watch a couple episodes of my podcast or listen to a couple episodes you'll catch a couple of fucking clues as to why people might think that the police are so fucking racist because these are not singular incidents we're 17 episodes in and i could and i and i pointed out numerous of these really ridiculous outlandish occurrences like like i couldn't imagine this happening to white people like i could not imagine Fact. They listen. The, the Dylan Roof shot nine people in a church and was escorted out with a bulletproof vest on to Burger King. He to Burger, at King. Burger King. Remember that? this little girl has a meltdown at school and gets sent to a fucking detention center. Are you fucking kidding me? As I said, it's one of those things that says more about the people around her and the fucking shitbag cops. That that actually went through with this. Yep, that's what I'm saying too. That's it. It always it, that's the thing that gets me is that across that even that she made. And then people it to look at station. me crazy when I say, "Nah, I think I'll just homeschool my kid at least until <laughs> he's old enough to where I know he can behave himself in a way that's acceptable in public." But a six year old cannot be always trusted to behave himself in public. They're six years old. They shouldn't be required to be away from the people who fucking love them the most and then be expected to act perfectly. I'm sorry, but that just that just sounds a little bit excessive to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it sounds crazy because it's not like, you know, back in Jamaica when everybody's looking after the children. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You go to it's school, those teachers are looking at you, looking after you with the quality of care that your parents would give you. That is not the case here. It is not the case here. These these teachers look at the children like miscreants as 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 just obstacles to them getting paid. And they they don't give them the quality care that you that you would have to give a child to get them to reciprocate and behave properly in front of them. And so no, it's just not fair. It's it's dangerous. I mean, 
a Kendrick might not run into a whole lot of the same problems as other kids, but I still don't want to put him in that env- environment. I just don't want to. And it's like, at this point, there's so many cases that it's, that it's like, how, who, how can he blame you? You know what I mean? It's just like, like, and, and, and the thing that gets me is like, even after she made it to the police station, they couldn't be like, yo, what are you doing? That's a six-year-old. It's a six-year-old in a youth detention center. Have you heard some of the fucking horror stories about what go on in these youth detention centers? Feel me? It's like... The fucking... And, and then not to mention what they do to these young girls, the sexual molestation that goes on in these yeah. places. I mean, it is... It's just beyond me. But just... I, I'm just running up the public record of why you should probably try to find alternative ways of educating your children because putting them into these public institutions probably ain't in their best interest. Yeah, it's just teaching them to be subservient. It's just teaching uh, them. It's teaching them. To, it's teaching them to be okay with being treated like trash. Yep. And I'm not cool with that. Nope. Not okay with it. But yeah, you know, uh, no, no, no. I'm just gonna start moving away from some of these social topics. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> I mean, like, it's, just, it's just starting to get depressing, man. Because you're like, yeah, you know. Speaking of which, looking at, I, I was I, fucking Charlemagne the other day is giving donkey of the day to someone, and he's talking about how how uh, the debate in Nevada, where how Bloomberg, everyone was attacking Bloomberg, but. All Bloomberg had to do is point out this about Bernie Sanders and that about Bernie Sanders. Doing that thing, you know, where you you don't want to directly insult someone. So you turn to someone else and you say, did you notice how fucking ugly he was? <laughs> Type of thing. And it's like, yo, my G, Charlemagne, why are you cooning for Bloomberg right now? Like you do. So you don't want to say that you support Bloomberg because he's a racist. But what you want to do is you want to aid him by pointing out flaws that have already been disproven mind you not even like genuine arguments against the other candidates like if you why would you do that if you only not to convince people that bloomberg is a better candidate than he than he really is because there's tons of arguments you can make against bernie sanders if you want to but he particularly chose the the baseless bloomberg yeah the the baseless kind of arguments that bloomberg then goes on to try to use later on yeah you're charlemagne you're, you're showing your hand you're cooning yeah, for bloomberg yeah. and that shit is sad it's sad because you talk a lot of pro-black shit you fuck with a lot of pro-black people but then you do shit like that and it's like yo are you that scared of, of bernie sanders actually taxing you that you're willing to fucking prop up a bloomberg like man you're so trash just like, come on, man. Like, I get it. You just got the money. You just got the money. I get it, Charlemagne. But cooning for Bloomberg is not the way to say that you don't want to vote for Bernie Sanders because you don't want to get taxed. At least Envy is beige enough to shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, my bad. Let me stop being so disrespectful. At I least mean, Envy really ain't over it. here talking that kind of shit. Like, that was a real clown ass move he did doing that shit. Like, it was unnecessary, you know what I mean? But that just goes on for furthermore into all of the other black leaders giving giving Bloomberg endorsements. Bloomberg's over here talking about, yeah, I could raise teacher salaries, just fire half the teachers and give their salaries to the other half. Like, on saying wild, reckless shit like that. But then you have Jeffrey Canada, who is, who is a prominent, a prominent, 
a great African-American educator promoting Bloomberg. I'm like, Jeffrey, I'm sure Bloomberg gave your, your charter school plenty or whatever, whatever institution you're at right now. I'm sure he donated plenty. But you don't think that that says a ton about fucking you supporting him like that? <clears throat> you think we don't see through Stacey Abrams when she supports Bloomberg? That's, you know what I mean? That's their people letting you know that they. You know have how you know how trash they are. They're putting Al Sharpton on the right side of history because Al Sharpton's <laughs> out there talking about don't don't let them socialist smears on Bernie deter you. You vote your heart. How the hell are you gonna put Al Sharpton on the right side of history? Yeah. These niggas is trash. These people really got to think twice about about how how they feel about the people they're talking to because they must think that we real stupid. <laughs> That's. Similar they must think we're extra stupid. Said. Extra double stupid. Because that's that's crazy. Like, come on, you don't got to tell nobody who's who, who has the internet and has heard Bloomberg's name how shitty of a person he is. You don't gotta, you know what I mean? So for you to go out of the go go tell Warren to make them kind of shots if you want to be on somebody's side. But to go with Bloomberg, my dude, that says more about you. Than anything about what you who you who you trying to support. This is more about you as a person to do that. But that is what it is. Let's move on. Um, I was happy to see this. I'm a little bit late on this, but Marianne Wilson. I'm sorry, Marianne Williamson, um, who I, I spoke about in the beginning of the primary race. Um, she was like Oprah's spiritual leader, but she's a really yeah. good orator. She endorsed Bernie. And that's one thing that I love, and I think it's really smart about Bernie's campaign, and and why I'm so I, I so don't believe when they say that people don't like him, because he has some of the best surrogates, the most moving and provocative orators on his side. I have a hard time believing that because, and it's not just because I like him, but the people who speak for him, AOC, I mean, the people who speak for him are so loved and they bring such strong constituencies to him that I have a hard time believing that they just don't like him. Nah, I'm pretty sure he's got Danny DeVito <laughs> endorsing him. I mean, come on. He's got so many positive endorsements. It's ridiculous. I mean, to be fair, nobody likes you is like the weakest of all insults that somebody can come Boy, up with. Boy, is it, though. It, it's like, it, it's so bottom tier, low-hanging fruit. But nobody likes you anyway, man. I, I, it, was, and it, it, it was so sophomoric, and I don't know why nobody decided to, to, to call her on that shit. Hey, it was man. Bad. They feel bad for her. She got destroyed. Don't feel bad for her ass. Get out of here. <laughs> You don't remember that video of her when she was walking in the woods after she lost the election? Why didn't she, she just stay in the woods? In the woods bro. She's still there. She 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 should have stayed in the woods. If not physically, she's still lost in the woods. Boy, it, 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 and here comes uh, Obama out the wings where he's like, you know what? Because I, I, I remember I spoke about when he originally said he was going to, if Bernie gets the, the nomination, he's going to step out and, and, and do what he can to... To, to support another candidate Yeah Now this nigga's like You know what I ain't even gonna mess with him I'm gonna <laughs> let him do his thing Like ah, You old craving bastard you Like come on bro Like I, I get it I get it He he does represent Probably a A A 
a divergence from your your legacy for the Democratic Party. So I get why why he wanted why he wouldn't have supported him, but for he should have stayed silent about it. I mean, Trump he is have a to come divergence out. from his legacy. Well, and and you know you'd think right, you think he'd get the message that uh, maybe I I I shouldn't go out and, and and fight against this populist wave that came behind me because Trump won by a populist wave. <clears throat> Might have been false populism. But it was a populist wave. And so you'd think that he would you wouldn't try to, to stem that again, seeing how Bernie is riding a very similar wave. But he stepped out and he's the one who stepped out and said that shit in the beginning. But I thought it was I thought it was real interesting that 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 people are reporting from his camp that 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 uh, Obama wants to stay out of the election. I'm like, <laughs> now you want to stay out after you already tried to put your thumb on the scale by coming out in the first place. I see how it is. Got to dip your toes in the water before you jump in, man. Let me tell you, man, the mainstream media is losing their fucking mind over this stuff, too, man. They don't even know what to say anymore. You got MSNBC saying that the Russians are helping Trump. You got WAPO saying that the the Russians are helping Bernie. You got the intelligence agency just saying Russia's helping people. Everyone. Russia's helping everyone in the election. Yo, they're (laughs) just literally muddying the waters, making it impossible for anyone to come away with a clean victory. Because everyone is against Bernie. They're like, fuck it. We'll just explode the whole system. And God forbid they go to a, a contested convention on the Democratic primary and they take it away from Bernie. Yo, all of them are saying, yo, we rather Trump. We'll, we, we'll take Trump over Bernie, even on the Democratic side. Yeah, I mean, if if the Democrats lose another four, I mean, I don't. it doesn't look good in general. That's is. If you lose another four to Trump, then that's the end. That's the end for me. Because like I, I I mean I mean I know I have already pretty definitively said I I'm not interested in participating in those kind of national politics as it is, but I I, I do I do want to see Bernie make it you know what I mean I and yeah. to 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 the actual to run for president and I would be willing to vote for him but I, I can't say that there's many people that I'd be willing to vote for period he's a he's a, a one of very few. I just want to see all those crucial jobs actually filled with people that want to do those jobs. Oh, you mean like 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 a a secretary of health and human services yeah. that knows what the fuck he's doing? Yeah. Maybe Stuff a pandemic like specialist. Stuff Maybe like we should have a pandemic specialist. That's really what I want. That's the thing that I don't get about my fuckers. It's like, yeah, all right, you like the motherfucker, but he's clearly not doing anything. Like. Is is that victory really worth the fucking crumbling of everything else around you? Come on, son. You're wild right now. You're letting it ride. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I guess they are for sure letting it ride. Yeah, it's a shame. But, um, yeah, the mainstream media. I mean, you got Chris Matthews over there accusing Bernie of being a Nazi and then having to apologize. Yo, you got Chuck Todd uh, liking him to Soviet uh, socialist, yeah, and that's yeah, the thing yeah, I don't yeah. get. Like they don't turn seem... it up, guys. Turn it up. And 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 see, that's the thing, and and that's one thing I don't like about what Bernie does. He allows them to just use the social. And I, and I understand partially why he does it is because he knows it's an uphill battle. Like, if you once someone calls you a socialist you can't say you're not a socialist because then you're gonna say yeah of course he's gonna say he's not a socialist he's a socialist 
it's one of those things. Mm -hmm. But he lets them just conflate everything with socialism. Like, like, like healthcare for all isn't just a explicitly socialist idea. It's not. What ended up happening is, is that I believe in the 1800s, the, they, they were trying to develop a national health care service in Europe. Uh, I want to say it was in the UK. And they couldn't. And so what ended up happening is, is that in the presence of a actual medical workers union, they all got together and said, hey, it would be in the best interest of the country to have a national service that does this because we could do things like do vaccines. You know what I mean? This is not a new thing. This whole idea of how to properly distribute nationwide health care is like from the late 1800s. You know what I mean? And the problem was is that in the face of the government, in the face of that, we didn't want to do it, obviously, because it was expensive and difficult to do. But there were entities because socialism having uh, unions, which is a socialist uh, uh, framework, allowed the, the people to conglomerate their power and counter what the government was doing. So the, so the only reason why so, like Medicare for all is considered a socialist idea is because only in socialist environments where the people have power against to, to counteract the government can a national health care service ever be developed. Right, definitely. It's not a socialist idea. It's just a good fucking idea. It's just the best. It's just the best way to make sure that large groups of people stay healthy. It's not socialist, but they keep on put, letting them push it as a socialist idea. It's there's nothing socialist about having a social safety net. It's just that the only environments in which people have the power to coerce the government to do things like that is in socialist environments where unions and large bodies of people have power to counteract the government. These aren't socialist ideas, though. Sounds like they have a pretty good reason to smear that, then. Absolutely. Absolutely. I understand why they want to smear it. But what I don't get is why the actual academics and the intellectuals don't interface with it at, in the kayfabe environment. They interface with the smear like that is now the truth that they live in. <laughs> and it's like, no, you, that, that's not it. It's like, like it blows my mind when, when, when people talk about communism. I'm like, if anyone would just sit down and fucking read the communist manifesto manifesto like the first thing in the communist manifesto that 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 they talk about is the abolishment of bourgeoisie capital which is the abolishment of like big like uh privatized money you know what i mean like not yeah. the capital that flows it through the society you know in and out of people's paychecks and things like that it's large amassed sums of capital that have been put away and sequestered so like all of the money that apple has in ireland that wouldn't exist in a in a socialist environment and so like it's really the fact that in the like the only communist countries that exist out there like china still have that exact same type of finance capital in them means that there's no communists really in this in the world like socialism isn't what they keep saying it is and that's the part that i don't get is like why do even the intellectuals still interface with it like oh the socialism yeah 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 <laughs> social welfare socialism it's like 
Do you not get the difference between the word socialism and the addition of the word social and welfare together to make an idea? Like, it's not the same thing. But I don't know. Maybe I'll do a whole ed- ed- uh, episode on that's socialism. That's not socialism. <laughs> Just to kind of like, because there's people out there who talk about like, oh, I'm a socialist. And it's like, well, what do you mean by that? Do you mean like, what Americans call socialism, or do you mean like, do you actually just believe in the devolution of power to the actual industries in which generate the the inputs for those those markets? Like, I don't know what they mean. You know what I mean? And so they probably don't know what they mean. No, no. But it, it's interesting. It, I, I'm. I want to see what happens if Bernie actually gets elected in, and people start to actually come closer to the idea of what real socialism is that'll be interesting because there's a lot of concepts in socialism that are beneficial to move forward you know what i mean yeah. like the idea that power or influence within a given a given sphere should be devolved to the people who most directly interact with that field so like medical decisions don't come down from politicians they come down from fucking doctors I feel like that makes a little too much sense. It makes way too much sense. We can't do that. Like the the, the building of roads and stuff is is left to people who are in logistics, who actually have to move things from A to B. You know what I mean? Like they should have a large say. And not to say that the public shouldn't have a say in it, but I shouldn't have as much say in 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 whether or not, you know, it's illegal for someone to fish in open water estuaries. I mean, I actually do know about that, but I'm saying the average person shouldn't have a say in that more so than the fishermen who have been doing it sustainably for years. Yeah. In decades. You know what I mean? Like that we should let devolve power from government to to uh individuals in that way. But that's not to say that that makes government irrelevant. You know, government still needs to be there for certain regulations and stuff, but yeah, I'm 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 interested to see if Bernie will actually bring a real a uh, a uh, uh, more accurate uh depiction of what that could be. You know what I mean? A a democratic establishment or a democratic institution with some socialist benefits to it. You know, that would be interesting. It seems like that's what he's trying to he's trying to slowly but surely break that into the forefront of people's minds. Yeah, he's, he's repeating that shit. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. There's, it's a, it is a very complex, it's a very complex idea. It's a very complex uh, way to structure society, but yeah. it's worthwhile because when it's executed right, it really. I, I don't know. I guess it's a little bit, it's a little bit outlandish for me to say that it, when it's executed right, it works because it's never, <laughs> it hasn't happened. It just still seems like the numbers still seem to yeah, work if it's actually genuinely tried, but it's just no one's ever genuinely tried. So you don't know whether it works yet. Just on some side stuff, I saw, man, I I was watching PBS and they were reporting on India and some of the stuff that's going on there because Trump was just there recently. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so bad. So they reported, this is how the the, the report frames it. India passes a law that restricts immigrants of Muslim faith from becoming citizens. There are massive riots. 
with that framing, who do you think is rioting? Uh, the uh, uh, the one who is being restricted. The Muslim immigrants, right? Mm-hmm. Wrong. The Hindu majority is taking that as uh, that law as saying that the Muslims don't belong there, and they are rioting and burning all the Muslim Muslim um, settlements down. Yeah, that is. Mad. But that's the way to, but they're reporting it that's like it's the Muslims who are causing trouble. Like that's so fucked. Yeah. It's so fucked. Like why would you report it that way? But it's clearly because him and Modi have, or Trump and Modi are 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 buddy buddy kissy kissy, and PBS is just an establishment arm of 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 Trump's fucking cabinet. And it's so sad because that yeah. will that will have you thinking that Muslims are in India go over there causing trouble. When it's literally Hindu people massacring these people, this is that's why people fled from from India en mass. That's why there's you know so many so many Muslim Indian people in the north because they were forced north into Pakistan. Yeah, like and and, and I hate to see that that PBS is just so rife with yellow journalism. Like there's no reason. Like, like that's a, that's India, and you're over here pushing that that bullshit line, misleading people here who actually might care. You know what I mean? To some degree, what's going on? You know, so that when they hear their candidate talking about foreign policy and what they're doing in India, they might not want to support a candidate that supports a Hindu nationalist. They might not want that. But they'll never know if you keep on telling them that the fucking Muslims are rioting. Like, it's, it's such an abdication of responsibility. The same thing I was pissed off at Charlemagne about. It's like, it's such an abdication of your responsibility to just, you know, if you have an opinion, I'm not saying don't have an opinion, but can you report and then give me your opinion? Can you not give me your opinion as it's reporting? As if it's reporting? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And with that said... Try to remember to catch us on Mondays and Fridays. Follow me on Twitter at at home Heron. I hate doing this plug bullshit, but I'm gonna have to try to learn how to get it done. Do it. Um, yeah, and always remember, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. Try to learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly do is learn from. Have a great one, guys. Take it easy. Thanks for listening.